Hi there and welcome back to Van Life Devotions Season 2, where we are sharing amazing stories of ordinary Australians who, with a bit of faith, achieved much for the Kingdom of God and for others. And for some, it cost them dearly. For today's remarkable person, their faith and hard work among the poor ended up costing their life. Irene McCormack was born in 1938 in Kunanopin, which is a small rural community in outback Western Australia. Because it was such a small community, Irene was educated by the Sisters of St Joseph, then went off to boarding school at Santa Maria College in Perth. It was while she was there that Irene developed her two great loves, serving God and educating children. By the time Irene was 15, she heard the call to become a nun, and in 1957, she entered the Sisters of St. Joseph's in Melbourne. She qualified as a teacher and spent the next 30 years teaching in country areas of Western Australia. Sister Irene felt that the less privileged children in the outback Australia deserved the same resources and attention as the privileged children in the cities. To Sister Irene, education was not a privilege, it was a right to all children. After 30 years of teaching, Sister Irene felt led by God to serve the poor. She arrived in Peru in 1987 for missionary work. Irene's first assignment was in El Pacifico, and then, after two years, left to serve in Huasahuasi, an impoverished village of 5,000 people in the Andes Mountains. Sisters Irene and Dorothy Stevenson were asked to supervise distribution of emergency goods. Sister Irene continued her ministry of providing a library, teaching and helping children in their homework. Her letters to her family and congregation express her sense of belonging with the people which can be seen in her smiling face in the photos posed with the local children. On the 17th of December 1989, the Catholic priests in Huasa Huasi were warned of danger from a terrorist group. So the two sisters left the village for Lima. McCormack, however, felt that the church could not abandon the villagers at this time, so she and Sister Dorothy returned, 12, uh, returned a month later. Hawasa Hawasi went 12 months without a resident priest, and during this time, the two sisters served the people, providing spiritual leadership by regularly conducting services and communion, as no priests were available to go to the village. Then, on the evening of the 21st of May, 1991, a terrorist group known as the Shining Path invaded the village, taking four men from their homes to the town's central plaza. Then they went to the convent, ordering Sister Irene to come out. Sister Dorothy was in Lima at the time receiving medical treatment. Eventually, Sister Irene came out and was marched to the plaza and made to sit on a bench alongside the four men. For an hour, the five victims were interrogated and shouted at. Several local people interceded for the victims' lives, calling them good people and not wrongdoers. 
Sister Irene was accused of dispensing American food and spreading American ideas by providing school books. Local people vouched for her, arguing that she was Australian, not American, but this didn't deter the group. At night, the young villagers surrounded Sister Irene in darkness, managing to move her back into the crowd. But the terrorists noticed her absence, located her and forced her back onto the bench. Eventually, the five prisoners were ordered to lie face down on the ground and each one was shot in the back of the head. On the 23rd of May, 1991, a funeral mass was held before her burial in Hawassa Hawassi, cemetery plot donated by a parishioner. I can't even begin to imagine what Sister Irene went through in her final hours. David and I have always admired, supported and prayed for many missionaries who leave our shores to serve God and others. We know of several ladies who have served in other countries, like our good friends Joy Atkinson and Sally Burton, who as young single women served for decades in Papua New Guinea in different areas. And Ruth Otridge, who served faithfully for many years in Tanzania. Never easy leaving family and support networks to serve in third world countries, particularly as a woman. Yet, each of these people have left amazing legacies that include the translation of the Bible in various tribal languages, a precious gift that is still impacting people within these people groups. And as for Sister Irene McCormack, so many lives were impacted by her good works. To honour her, the Irene McCormack Catholic College in Butler, Western Australia, was named after her when it was founded in 2000. And there are now attempts to have her recognised as a saint within the Catholic Church. Before Joshua and the people of God entered a foreign country, God said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Maybe you need to hear this too. Be strong and courageous. Don't be discouraged for God is with you. I thank God for the many missionaries who obey God and go. May they go in God's strength. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for the life and faith of Sister Irene McCormick and for the many people she impacted. We pray for the missionaries across the world that courageously serve you by helping others. Keep them safe, Lord, and bless their work. Oh God, preserve us who travel Surround us with your loving care, protect us from every danger and bring us in safety to our journey's end. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks very much for listening to Van Life Devotions. Please check out vanlifedevotions.com for more information for video podcasts and sermons and other resources there for you. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.